When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hi! <laughs> Hi, Laura. Oh, my God. I've only been staring at your face for an hour. Not been an hour. You were fucking late. 50 slag. minutes. 50 minutes. It's not chat. It, it wasn't 50 chat. minutes because you weren't on until 22. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You were exceptionally late. I know. I've got shit to deal with. Yeah, I'm a busy woman. I'm not busy a woman. <laughs> Watching people build stuff in your house. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, just, yeah, it's a bit of a shit day, isn't it? Weather's crap. So your kids aren't, my kids are on holiday now. It's Easter holidays here. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's all out of sync this year. I know, but um, Oliver's in holiday club. So, you know, I'm having a good time. I'm not yeah, a wonderful hating time. life. <laughs> yeah, it's my, so my kids finished this week. So they're still in school. I am holding on to this final yeah. ember. It's just, they come around so quick, these fucking holidays, don't they? Yeah. Like it's my how? birthday tomorrow as well. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. The weather is shit. Oh, yeah. It's never normally shit on my birthday. It's normally lush. Yeah. So I'm really pissed. I'm I know. Really pissed. We've had, had like a really nice run of weather. And then this last couple of days has just been freezing. It's been snowing. What the hell? I know. I'm, I'm living around world. the whole fucking situation. I really am. Global warming. Yeah. Global warming. Although saying that, um, how many years ago was it? It's probably about 13 years ago. 14 years birthday. ago, something like that. It snowed the day after my birthday. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really so, heavy. Like it was like full on, everywhere was white. Yeah. Well, that means global warming really has been around for a long time then. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doomed. It was, oh, like a, a watch freak, it was a freak <gasps> snow shower. Yeah. Oh. We build a snowman and everything. Do you want to build a build snowman? A snowman. Have you missed out on Frozen or because your kids are a little no. bit older? No, does Toby love it? Yeah, but uh, it was around where it was. So it, the first one came out when Elliot was little. Toby right. wasn't born. Oh, Elliot right. loved God, it. it's been around that long, has it? Fucking it hell. has. It's been around a quick minute. Bloody bane of my life, that film. I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. I hate that. I really, I really do dislike that film on so many levels. I find it's just that whole old school misogynistic Disney vibes yeah. is ingrained in it, you know? Even the way down to the way, you know, they don't eat the chocolate; they only lick it. They won't eat it. You noticed that, innit? I haven't. I've not. That looked fucking at that pisses detail. me off. That, that pisses would piss me, me off. off. Yeah. It's like, oh no, you can't eat the chocolate because yeah. it's bad for you. Because you can't. Because you're a woman, you can't eat it. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. You know how no. I feel about Disney. Well, yeah, I I struggle with misogyny and how deeply ingrained it is in our lives, anyway. So but to be fucking drip feeding that shit to our kids. How dare you? How dare you? It's <laughs> very interesting, actually. So I um, I did a post. Did I talk about it? The Will Smith Oscar slap. That didn't happen last week, did it? 
Yeah, that happened last week, but it was before podcast, so we we haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about it. No. So I did a post about the fact that Jada, and I don't fucking know the woman. I don't know a Vic. I don't no, know her relationship. That's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't have What do you mean number. you don't know her? I've never hung around with her. I don't know anything about their relationship because I do not fucking know them. Mm. I can make speculation, but I don't, I've just haven't had enough physical contact or it's to the point of zero contact with them. Yeah. To be, be able to have like a, an informed opinion yeah. of what's and going on there. There was this man that wrote a post that basically said that the reason why Will Smith slapped Chris Rock is because of Jada and it's her fault and that it was her eye contact that she made with Will Smith that made him get up. And and I was like, stop fucking blaming women for what men do. And it was so fucking interesting to see the response of, of women as well going, oh my God, you know, of course she's been manipulating him. I've watched all of the red tables and I can see who she is as a person. I'm like, how the fuck? How the fuck can you surmise you know what a person is from yeah. watching a heavily edited TV program, which FYI, she's the fucking producer of. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just this is a problem of people in the real public eye, like you know, like major celebrities like that. Is it just under such fucking scrutiny all yeah. the time? And I really think that you know, I probably do it as well. You forget that they are a person. Yeah. Just like you and me. Yeah. We put people on pedestals and we've got to stop doing it. We've got to allow that to stop happening. Yeah, but like what you see in the, through the glimpses that you get of them through, you know, TV shows or interviews or whatever, that is not actually a genuine no. reflection of who they are, I don't think. I don't think it can be. But I do wonder if the tables were turned and he had cheated and she had slapped him around the face, would that same narrative be floating around about it being his fault? No, you know, the thing that fucked me off really was that it, there was no focus on her at all. Like it was all yeah. about them, you know, which fucked me off. It was like no one yeah. really spoke about how she would have felt and in that scenario. And also the fact that she gave a look to Will Smith and I'm like, you know what? If someone took the piss out of the fact that I had alopecia on a world stage and my husband laughed, I'd give yeah. him a look. Just just so you know. Yeah, same. Of course you would. I mean, I would have slapped <laughs> Rob, to be fair. <laughs> if I was going to slap anyone, I'd be slapping him. Um, can I just also uh, publicly just clear my association with scabies? Yeah. I need everyone to know that I did not have scabies. Misdiagnosed. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having scabies, but I was misdiagnosed with scabies. After last week, I talked about my little anxiety rash. Turns out when it was an allergic reaction to a supplement that I've been taking, one of the new ones that I've been taking, it was not scabbers. It was it, a oh, less than desirable so response from a supplement. Yes, I look like an, a medieval peasant. <laughs> it was like, hello, sir. Just, oh, God. It was horrible. It was all over my face. Oh, mate. I was freaking out, freaking out big time. But thank God. And you just have to carry on with life, don't you? Even though you yeah. look like that. <laughs> Even though you look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never really saw the full effect because it obviously. I... No, you can't see it on here either because it's very bright. So it kind of like no. bleaches it out. And like, this time last week, you were saying, oh, feeling you know like I've got just it's weird rash on my arm yeah well it spread like fucking wildfire yeah um but it's, it's gone back down now so we're all good we're all okay everything's all good to okay. go okay although Edith kept saying what's that 
what's that on your face? Why have you got Stop that? Stop talking that's about this. Spot. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, point out my insecurities, you little cow. <laughs> oh, God, she was on one yesterday. <laughs> I, I I actually, yeah, just I, that sometimes with that kid, she is next she's, level. She's the, the, the depths, the edges. <gasps> yeah, big time. We were at my mum's doing the 4,000 loads of washing that I accumulate every week. Oh, Still don't have a washing machine. Um, and she was just pressing all the buttons on the washing machine and then she like made it stop mid-cycle and then I couldn't get it to come back on. This is like my mum's washing machine as well. So, you know, it's bad enough when it's yours, but when it's someone else's. Yeah. And I was saying, stop doing that, Edith. She's like, so aggressive, just literally fisting all the buttons. I was like, stop doing it. And every time I moved her away, she'd just run back straight away and just go, so defiant. I'm terrified of that kid, honestly. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, I think she's amazing. It's a good thing she's funny. That's the thing. She's fucking Yeah, that's hilarious. already saving grace. It is, but, you know, I suppose the funny ones are always the uh, the difficult ones, aren't they, Laura? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Me and you, babe. <laughs> Me and you. So, Vic, I've got a news article if you're, if you're ready. Of course, always. Now, I have to say, the Sunday sport is just... Is it delivering? <laughs> It's smacking them out of the park, mate, one after the other, one after the other. You'll be pleased to know I have read this one the whole way through. Oh, good. And I laughed so much <laughs> from start to finish. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a date stamp to work out when this one, this incident happened. But That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. You'll we've, established, we've established. We've established the don't time give is a relevant. Shit. We don't no. give a shit. Or, or maybe we will after this article. Oh, okay. Okay. Banned from Chinese buffet for shitting in the seaweed. Oh my God, come mate, on. Mate, it's bad. Oh, Buckle let's down because it's it. really bad. <laughs> let's hear it. Gran, 52, had drank. Gran, what? Gran? Gran, she was uh, as the in. The Gran? The Gran. Oh, that's her name. Yeah. The Gran, right, Granny. Gran Janice O'Dowd has been banned from an all-you-can-eat Chinese for <laughs> crapping into a tray of crispy seaweed. <laughs> Onlookers oh, gasped gosh. and some vomited. Oh god! <laughs> when the 52-year-old climbed onto a chair, pulled down her tights, and splattered her mess into the savory treat. Can you even fucking believe it? What the hell was wrong with her? Well, I guess that's what two bottles of vodka will do. The oh, disgusting... she was off her edge, was she? She's drunk. She's, yeah. The disgusting gesture was apparently in protest after being asked to leave after she put a cigarette out in another diner's drink. Oh my God, she sounds like an absolute, absolute sort, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> O'Dowd, who is from the North, is, um, who was at the North Manchester restaurant for her daughter's Steph's Hendu, oh, lucky old Steph, had been partying all day before the incident at 10 p.m. last Saturday when Sunday Sport approached ruddy faced O'Dowd at her home in Oldham, Greater Manchester. She told our man, Yes, I was drunk, and yes, I did a shit in the buffet. I necked two bottles of fucking vodka. What do you cunt and expect? Oh they my god sh- They shouldn't have told me to leave For just putting a tab out in some cunt's drink <laughs> They started it 
Oh, Janice. Oh, Janice. Because poor old Sue, she had a terrible time. Sue Harris was at the buffet with her family to celebrate her 40th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And she witnessed O'Dowd's dirty demonstration first. (laughs) She said... from a vodka bottle and I thought at first she was going to moon her backside for the amusement of her friends but then she strained and a mess of loose stools gushed into the crispy seaweed could you imagine witnessing that (laughs) she was cackling at someone about a cigarette I was physically sick on the spot (laughs) (laughs) you would be I like the thought of just seeing someone like anus suspended in midair that high up and just but the fact like, it was letting go of liquid. Yeah, that's liquid two shit. bottles of vodka, mate. That's what happens to your guts when you drink two bottles of vodka. <sighs> and the, the, the owner out. of the restaurant, Smelling he it. actually said in his 40 years of catering, he has never come across something so disturbing. I don't think anyone would have done. That is a, such I, a horrific story. <laughs> Obviously, it's absolutely hilarious but to have been in that restaurant i know can you imagine i think it would you know those scenes in the titanic where everyone's screaming in the water i actually think (laughs) that's what that would have restaurant would have sounded like what would you have done if you were there (laughs) i i i think i'd freeze and my trauma response would kick in and my jaw would be so heavily on the floor that i wouldn't there would be no words there'd be no nothing steve would laugh steve without a shadow of a doubt I don't know. No, actually, I really, think, I don't. I don't think you would. That's such a shocking thing to do. That is. That has like shocked me that someone would do that because a lot of the stories that we have, it's shit that goes down in private, isn't it? Like you're not really doing it in public. Well, I guess there was the cum mash guy, wasn't there? But even then, yeah, but he had. He no, was still was discreet. He didn't complete nutter. Yeah, he didn't like literally grab a chair and fucking <laughs> jizz into the mash to have. The Bank level himself to, off with the jacket potato to like have the fucking balls. In front of all those people. And then when she's interviewed, to be like, oh, is oh, that yeah. fucking fault? <laughs> I drank two bottles of vodka and shit in the seaweed. It's their fault. Yep. Comes back to the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, doesn't it? <laughs> Whose fault was it? Was it the restaurateur for allowing her to drink a bottle of vodka? <laughs> <laughs> but how she got a whole bottle of vodka? You reckon she's ordered that in the restaurant, just taking it in? Don't know. I, I could ask. I don't even know Like a, a, Two bottles of vodka That's a lot of alcohol That is a lot of alcohol Can you imagine our anxiety after that? We'd be hospitalised Mate, I, could, I couldn't cope I no. couldn't go, Especially if I'd done something like that Because then the next oh day The absolute shame I, <laughs> I do believe that if I were ever at a point Where I shit in a restaurant On the seaweed Because of alcohol that I would be in a very bad place emotionally anyway. <laughs> it's really it wouldn't be going good you know for what? me. I'm really annoyed because I do love crispy seaweed. That's probably Not my no favorite thing. Exactly. It's tainted it now. It definitely it. feels tainted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would you, you have done? What would you have done? Would you have got up and would you have vomited? I wouldn't have vomited. I no, I'm not a, I'm not a vomiter. Like to be I'm fair, if I was like that. that poor Sue, she was actually stood next to her when she shouted. I mean, it. imagine if there was a bit of splashback oh, from God. that. There Honestly, definitely would have been embers of poo on her face. 
I love when there's embers of poo fucking splattered all over the room. <laughs> Imagine if you had just got there to sit down and you were hungry as well. Like that's ruined yeah. your whole night. Or you had like a mouthful of sweet and sour balls in your mouth. Yeah, or a mouthful of like, seaweed. Oh lord. Oh, and then be like. <laughs> Oh God! If you were there for your birthday too, like a nice little. I wonder how they got her out. Did she just then pull up? Like, Escorted. what did she wipe with? She was escorted out with a prawn cracker, obviously. Do you think not a napkin? <laughs> not a dumpling. I think prawn crackers oh would would God. they would break under the quite sheer stress. Though. It's where you like use them and it soaks up the juice. They'd be that. crackling. It's actually making me feel sick now. Maybe I would be sick. I bet she didn't want I'd, just... I'd have to leave immediately. I couldn't oh, yeah, stay yeah, there. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not going to post my meal if that's yeah. okay. Imagine the um, fan- financial costs that of one had shit. For the, old, the poor rest- restaurant guy. You've just got You'd to be like, really. Oh. Yeah, you, and oh, also, I don't know how you process can we that just, trauma. Can we just come back to the original issue? She put her fucking cigarette out in someone else's drink. Oh, this must have been a long time ago then. So, or was she smoking indoors when she wants pasty? Don't know. And like I said, this is why it's helpful to have a new uh, date stamp pick. Yeah. Because we can't can you, engage, can we? Can you just, for a second, just remember how horrendous it was when we used to smoke indoors? Yeah. And I used to smoke and, you know, I hated it even then. It was like, it was Everything so gross. Everything smelled gross, yeah. Everything sank. And the fact that you were smoking Wherever in you went, you would always come back home stinking of fags. Uh, that is what I really distinctly remember as well about my parents when they go out for like a date night, they'd come back and give us a kiss goodnight. They'd stink. Yeah. Cigarettes. Be like, what is that smell? It's the fruits the of cigarettes. your future. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, um, loved it. Not that story. But there Absolutely you go. horrendous. What you want, you bitch. want. I provide. I bring it. Janice, you're not invited to my hen day. No, Janice. You <laughs> can you imagine being the daughter though? Being like, mum, what the fucking fuck? I know if that was your mum. Oh, I'd yeah. be horrified. Has your uh, if your parents ever got really drunk in front of you before? Yeah, my mum spewed really badly in the car home one New Year. Oh, did she? Um, at uh, yeah, at one of their friends' houses, and she asked my dad to stop so that she could throw up, and um, she threw up very violently. Yeah, and then she got <laughs> back in the car, and I distinctively remember she said, "Oh, Mike, we need to bring the hose, and we need to hose it all down." And my dad was like, "Yeah, all right, Sue, we haven't got a <laughs> five hundred fucking meter." Bloody hose We were still like Four miles out from home Like it's alright Sue Oh that's well funny My mum's alright Shut the fuck up And go to bed Yeah Yeah My parents aren't Very big drinkers But um My mum She's a massive lightweight And uh I can't remember If I told the story About her on Christmas day That year And she got really pissed Before she'd even Served dinner And then she was like Lobbing the custard Into the bowls And it was just Going everywhere She's like Oh my Merry Christmas (laughs) Throwing the fucking Custard across the room And then about An hour later You just heard her Because she does Exorcist vomiting When she's like I have it too We we both sound Exactly the same When we vomit And it's like That's my dad Oh my god It's horrible I hate hearing my dad Throw up but that's what she was doing, just doing that, <laughs> hacking up in the toilet an hour that after. That makes an exorcist. That's honestly, I hate it's my dad. Awful. And it my dad's such a sensitive stomach as well. And so really? when he's sick, it's just the oh god. It's a very visceral Blech. experience. The first time that Rob, her, I got a sickness bug, 
and um, Rob heard me like proper vomiting like that. He was honestly like, what is happening? <laughs> what is this? Why do you sound like that? Do I need to call the hospital? I'm like, no, you're fine, mate. This is just so, what is If you're like. sick that violently, surely you wee yourself. No, not really. Do you not? No, I've got really good pelvic floor control. No, mate, I find I'm, that also, mad. That was three kids, wasn't it? If that you would be that violently sick and not wee. The 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 only thing that I've done is um shat myself, but it was when I was I've ill, never shit so myself it, at the same time. It was like yeah. the force of everything was like. But I was sat in the toilet being sick into a bucket, so it all worked out in the end. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing, no uh, harm was caused to any food. There's, substances. there's no seaweed. There's seaweed, no seaweed, seaweed. <laughs> oh, there, my dad. He's really drunk twice. I see my dad drunk twice. That's it. First time when I was young, and the same thing. We were driving home. We were at a party. Um, and then uh, had to stop on the way home for me to be sick Right outside a fucking bus stop with about 400 people still there Nice And then the other time was my wedding He got really drunk on my wedding day It was uh, really sweet actually He was having a great time And um, was like saying to Rob I love you Rob oh. I love you I'm so happy you've married Victoria That was really sweet Oh, oh that's lush yeah, Very nice Very nice um, Yeah right Should we have a little story then shall we I've got a voice note if we want to hear oh, it Oh yes please Voice note Voice note So uh, before I play it It's in three parts Yeah And it says Dogging story for you I am walking So it might sound a bit breathy But it's not because I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> You ready? Yeah I just got to make sure my volume's up Alright thanks um, I have a story About one of the episodes While I'm going to Dogging And uh, what it was once upon a time when uh, in my younger days about 18 or 19 or something like that a few of us in my group had started to learn to drive so um, get drunk and all that get our kebabs and then we go for a drive um, just smash the kebabs in our faces so this one weekend we went up somewhere called Holman Hill and um we're driving around the little car parking bit and there's this man stood in front of us and we all looked at each other and screamed. This man was just stood there walking boots and socks and nothing else. Everything <laughs> was just right out. Big beardy man with glasses, fully naked. <laughs> That's so funny. Part one. Also, she actually, this sounds like um, on like a sex call. She's got such a sexy husky voice. (laughs) (laughs) We were all just screaming our heads off. And then um, we drove away. We were like, oh my God, what just happened? What just happened then? And then it's like the car park is a bit of a lap. So we're like, let's go around again. (laughs) Because, you know, you can't believe it. Something like that's happened. Um, So... Yeah, and there he was again. So screamed. Gave us. Thought one more time. We're going. We're going we to him again. again. We pulled. Up, like, what are you doing? And uh, this chap is just like I, I can't remember the conversation exactly, but he it, come on that he was uh, he's talking. He's uh, he's a hot dog in spot apparently, and he's looking for. Couples to That's watch. It. I don't know. He looked uh, ready. Well, he's undressed, so he's ready to get involved. If somebody's like, "Come on, then," and his name was Mike. What is his name? Hang on, there's a part three. Oh my god! Why is he naked? Uh, his wife wasn't a fan. Um, so he just come and did it on his own while I was at work. 
work it away. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like one flash for, hey, how are you? I'm my dogger. Two flash for, you want a bit? Do you leave the window open? You can watch. Can't remember exactly. Might be a bit wrong, but yeah, that's my little dogger story. Didn't get involved, but met a dogger. Absolutely. <laughs> but naked man, apart from walking boots. The walking what boots. Kind of <laughs> there it is. No sex. See you later, bye. <laughs> See what I love about that? It's like it's so British that they then just stopped and had a chat. And he's, oh, no. and he's gone, well, um, so what happens is um you flash west if you wanna you want a dog, you want your window down if you wanna watch, and I'm just here for it. <laughs> My wife's at work. Really just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even be able to have a conversation with him. That is brave of them to actually ride the other way and be like, hello, what are you doing? I'll be more like, oh my God, he's definitely going to murder us. Let's fucking <laughs> drive away. But like, I would be approaching a man with just walking boots and he's really... <laughs> I love the confidence of it though. Just stood there like, hi. Hello. <laughs> are you here for the dogging? No. Oh, you're just here for the kebab. That's the next car park over. Oh my God. I absolutely love that. <laughs> Oh, you say it's the fact that he just stood there. I can imagine him like bent down, looking into the window, all right, girl, like leaning over. All right, girls, <laughs> having a nice evening. I'm just here to watch some people have sex. <laughs> well, clearly oh, yeah. he wanted to take part in the sex. He already had his with his walking boots on, and the fact Where that was his the wife... his fucking clothes, man, just Probably like in the, in the car. car. It's very it's keen. It's the though. fact that he was like, oh yeah, my wife isn't. My wife's not into no. it. Is that real? Is that dogging etiquette just to fucking walk around stark naked? Mate, I don't know that there is an etiquette, is there? They've got a bit. There's got to be like You're a, going to a car to be like a to rule fuck. book, though. Yeah, I know, but if you think, if he's one of the people that wants to stand by the window and This is clearly off, not his first time. No. He's got the surely to stand there. There's like other doggers that want to also stand around the car. And would you not feel a bit put out if you were there and you were fully clothed having a wank, but there was some fella called Mike just to know shit? Completely naked When you be like Alright Mike You've taken it a bit far mate yeah. Just You need to just tone well, it down That's Mike We told you Don't get naked <laughs> This is not what we do yeah. Can someone not invite him next time Very Very funny Thank you for sending us that Yeah that's <laughs> that is, that's, that's beautiful I love the voice notes Because you just hear it In real time Don't you Oh no exactly And it's like You get a little sense Of their experience Because yeah. obviously They're talking about it From their From the first person Point of view I've also got a story Would you like to have this one Yes It's called It's titled My wank story Ooh, Nice Beautiful Um Evening, ladies. I'm very late to the party and I've only just found your podcast. I've been, I've been binge listening during work. I'm a cleaner at a lawyer's office. There's something thrilling about working so close to very smart professional people all the while listening to you talking about dicks up asses and wanking in bathroom stalls with a doorman. <laughs> it was during that story I remember my own embarrassing wank story. I'm female to male transgender and when taking testosterone, your libido skyrockets and I was in my garden having a smoke when I started feeling a little frisky. Instead of going back indoors, I thought it was necessary to just do it there and then. So I did. Only at point of silent climax, I remember that only the day before, my dad installed a doorbell camera on the back door. 
And sat directly in front of it is the chair I was doing the deed in. So what I thought was a sneaky wank in my garden was broadcast oh, straight to my no. dad's phone and computer as the doorbell camera is set up directly to those. No one has mentioned anything, but I'm at least 98%. They caught me on camera. Very certain to say I learned my lesson about garden wanking and I've not done it since. I mean, that's brave move to do, to have a wank in the garden anyway, isn't it? Well, and obviously the front garden. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think it's the back. It wasn't the front garden. It was the back garden. On the back door, he's put a ring. Security. Got to be very security conscious these days, Laura. You can just get a normal Not a doorbell, camera. it's just an activate one, you know? Oh, okay. Like, it's activated. Sorry, I see, I see, I see, I see. I was yeah, like, who wants to ring the back door? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's a bit I focused on, but... But what, what, even if you're in the front or the back, that is a very a public wank, isn't it? It is a public. It's a danger wank. Danger wank, maybe, danger maybe wank. Maybe that's what kind of, like, lured It's part in. of the thrill, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't. I can't think that I've ever wanked in the garden. No, I haven't. I can't. I mean, where I used to live, I was overlooked by a block of flats that was three stories high. Yeah, Jesus Christ! That I'm. I'm pretty sure you could have charged people to watch if you had done that there. <laughs> I'm less overlooked now, but still, I'm not into that. Couldn't no, do it. No, I, I'm not into like dogging. I'm just. I'm not into the idea of like a, a watcher. Of Mike standing next to you with his knob out. Yeah. <laughs> He's walking back. With his slum out, <laughs> flapping in the wind. I wonder if it was, it, hopefully it wasn't a cold night. I'm thinking. Probably. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It must be pretty, fucking freezing. I'd be doing England, laps yeah. waiting for people to arrive in my walking Yeah, or thing. star jumps or something. Well, that would be even more disturbing. <laughs> you just shone the headlights on <laughs> star jumping Mike with his knob out. So what about the fact that it went to their dad's camera? What would you do in that scenario if you knew? If you're pretty certain, would you just wait for your dad to say something? I wouldn't be able to be as cool about it as they were. I would like run in and be like, ah! <laughs> Don't let me <laughs> That's the thing with those fucking things as well is that it sends you a notification and yeah. it records it. So there's like evidence of that Oh yeah, somewhere. I mean, I can go back on my ring doorbell as far back as I want. And yeah. I, you know, if someone was masturbating in my front garden, I'd fucking see it. <laughs> and the thing oh is, I'd want to know. I'd want to know if someone was masturbating in my front garden, but I would not want to know if it was one of my children. I just thought of something that happened to me at my friend's house on the ring camera. So she lives in the countryside. She's got um a little like annex thing down the end of her garden, and this is where like people can go and stay and stuff. So we we stayed in there, but there wasn't a toilet in there. Um, so we had to come to like the main house to use the toilet and we got pissed one night and uh, I really need, I needed a drink of water and I needed a wee. So I went to the house and they'd locked the fucking door so I couldn't get in. So I was just stood by the door for ages, just like, because obviously this was getting all recorded and I didn't realise. I was like, uh, okay, oh shit, what am I going to do? And then I literally just squatted down and just did a piss. Right, did they right tell the you that they camera. seen that? Yeah. Uh, 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 but it was like, Vicky, you dirty bitch. Um, and just like showed me the video. And I'm there like, oh, just looking like so wild eyed because it's in night vision as well, isn't it? You can see the confusion on my face of like, oh, fuck. I like, I was so desperate for a drink. And then I just used the tap that there with the hose and had a drink out of that like a fucking dog. <laughs> And then did a piss right there He also showed us the footage from the night before That me and Leanne had forgotten Where we flash our tits at him on the uh, (laughs) ring camera Oh I love 
bad behavior. Before you know it, I'll be shitting into trays of seaweed. Well, just so you know, I don't want to come. When you, whenever you do that, don't invite me. I'm not coming. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Well, okay. So, Vic, I've got an agony aunt for you. Yeah. So, you're so close to the camera. No, oh, no. Hold on. I can literally see your brow. <laughs> Oh God! Hello, lovely ladies. A bit of an agony aunt topic here. I'm a 29 year old. For the best part of three to four years, I've really struggled with the fact I don't really have any friends. At my previous job, I had what I thought were really quite close friends. This continued for about a year after me leaving, and then it sort of stopped. It wasn't for the lack of me trying to make an effort, but it wasn't the same effort that was being given back. So I stopped trying. A couple of weeks ago, I noticed one of the girls was out with another one of them of the wanky bunch. Oh, oh, out for a wanky brunch. (laughs) (laughs) I I love a brunch. Yeah, I love a brunch. What's wrong with a wanky brunch? I don't know. Within an hour of them being here, or being there, sorry, I noticed that one of them had requested to follow me on social media, and it was clear that they had been talking about me Whilst I don't miss those people, I haven't I haven't made any friends since, and I feel my confidence has been knocked. Any advice that you would have? As um, as always, love the podcast. It feels like I have two friends in my ears every week. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh god, this is a hard one, man. It is a hard one. Friendships are really tricky, like relationships and things like that. You know, invariably it's because relationships aren't healthy and so it's easy to be able to say end it but if you're trying to find a friend I know it's like there isn't uh how do you do that do you put yourself out there with like a little billboard I don't know if there's like a formula to do that do you know what I mean it's like not that there's any there's not a formula to meet someone either but it's hard isn't it because it the way these yeah yeah that's it it's like you have to to me, you've got to be in situations where you're going to meet people. And yeah. the more situations that you are in where you're going to be exposed to different types of people, the like, you know, you're increasing your chances of actually meeting someone that you really connect with and can make a friendship with. Yeah. I, I've had lots of work friends when I, when, like, when I've worked in that place, we've had like a really tight friendship. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, we'll be friends for a long time, la, la, la. But then, you know, when you leave that job, it, it, like she says, it kind of does last it for a diminishes. bit, and then it just kind of diminishes because yeah. you're not in each other's faces every single day, are you? Yeah. And even though you still really like those people and probably still checking every so often, they're, they're not like they've none of them have stayed friends in the way. No. That like I'm friends with my friends. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> even though I really like those people and love to go for a drink, if ever they invite me, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But yeah. I think work friends and and like having then friends outside of that are two very different things, isn't it? And I think work friends, it's almost like coincidental or circumstantial that you're friends you met through work and it's very rare that you will then continue that friendship. I'm still friends with one other person that I used to work with the rest of them, you know, through nothing sort of negative about them. It's just, we've drifted apart or we don't talk anymore because we're not like you say in each other's faces or we never really had the same interest. It was just circumstantial. Yeah. And you've like found enough sort of common ground to bond over. So like maybe if you've got a hobby, like, I don't know, sewing, running, 
bloody world of Warcraft, like whatever it might be. There's so many different spaces now that you can go to where someone will have the same interests as you, but it's about having the confidence to go, I want this. I deserve this. I'm ready for new friendships and I want to, I want to try and meet new people. Um, you know, they do have now, um, they have friendship apps. Like, you know, like you have dating apps. So oh, you have, really? like, Bumble. Yeah, there are. Yeah, because there's one for mums called Peanut. And that's an app that you use uh, to, like, connect with other mums in your area. But obviously that's different because then the emphasis is that you've got children, isn't it? But actually it's not because the emphasis is finding a friend. But I don't know if you'd be able to go on there. <laughs> if you oh, you know got... what? There's actually, there is actually an app. I don't know how good it is because it's, there's probably not as many people on it. But there's one called Hey, and it's where women meet new friends. Oh, there you go then. And it's an you app to for look women. That up. Yeah. Because that that's the thing, right? I know it's all very well saying like get a hobby and all that shit, but it's it's that might not that might not be possible. Yeah. Whereas I think something oh, like that online forums—that's another thing, isn't it? It's like finding an online forum and then striking up a conversation. I don't know. Are we saying the right thing? But I feel like to make friends, like you say, you've got to put yourself in that space to make them. Yeah. So like maybe it is about making some small changes in your life to be able to welcome them in. Yeah. And sometimes online forums, you can get to know people quite well. And then you're, you know, you're then creating a friendship based on an interest or based on the fact actually just get on well with them. Yeah, exactly. And I do know as well that there are some government schemes. I mean, this is a bit different, but there's this emphasis on loneliness because loneliness is a huge issue, especially if you think for like, there's lots of people that are isolated for lots of different reasons, but yeah. I know that there's one that connects older, the older generation with younger people. Yeah. Um, and you just go and like hang out with an old person, basically. That's cute. Once I love week, that. But yeah. And it's like the benefit to both of those parties, like mental health has been huge because we all need to be with people at the end of the day. Don't yeah. we? I think as human beings, we are really, sociable creatures yeah we're not meant to, we're, there's I not mean, many not people that thrive yeah but you don't thrive <laughs> no, on being I'm on joking. your own though there's not I don't many know. people uh, it, it's just that i i find really big social situations really difficult yeah I, I i i haven't really made many friends new friends in the last i'd say like the last five years of my sort of like friendship uptake has been very minimal uh, my fr- the friendships that I've made in the last five years have been more nourishing than some of the friendships I've had all of my life uh Amy <laughs> I've not I've made very very close friends with people who align with who I am or how I see life it's because we're older mate as well do you know what I mean we know now what we want and what we need Yeah Honestly it made Such a big difference Yeah I don't want to fuck about No And I, I like, You know I know This is I don't know If if, if I can Give this advice Or if this counts Or if it's It would work In the same context Of like You know How I met you Because yeah. essentially I met you online That's yeah. how I met you But then That's only relative To our situation Isn't it Yeah I know That's why it's hard To apply it But Even on a smaller scale If you think Like you and me Met online Yeah I stalked you for a bit So what she needs to do Is find someone that she really likes And just stalk them Into being a friend And that's (laughs) what Carly did (laughs) (laughs) Terrible advice Um, But I I saw Laura online And was like Just completely Blown away By what she did And thought Oh my god She's amazing 
I thought you were amazing. Um, followed you, started sending you DMs in the in trying not to be like a really weird, creepy weirdo. I can't um, imagine you doing that though. Yeah, why? What do you mean? I don't know. I just can't imagine you behaving like that. Well, I was just very conscious of what I was sending and being like, don't be weird. Because I have a tendency to be weird. <laughs> I don't really remember. Like, did I? Did it take me a long time to reply? Uh, I can't remember. It was oh, fucking God, ages ago, now, wasn't it? Um, no, I don't. I think it. You don't have to. You don't have to water it I down. I don't think you saw. You obviously have a I, horror I story about the fact you. that I ignored no, you no, for no. ages. But I, I think I mentioned you a couple of times, or like shared your stuff, and then uh, maybe I talked about you in a story, and then you replied to that one. I think that's what happened. And then after that, because basically a mutual friend. Or mutual following, like we followed each other, told Laura to, that I was all right. So, <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, Have you ever heard of uh, the Crafty Fox? She's like, You'll really like what she does. And then that was it. And Laura was like, Yeah, whatever. And then she looked at him and was like, No, she's my bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I looked, I looked at you and, uh, and then I was like, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm committed. I'm committed to this. Um, but that, that, I suppose that could apply online in a way, couldn't it? Yeah. I, you know what? I think that we chase stuff sometimes that is just unattainable for who we are. So if you're, you're trying to chase a particular friendship, it's the same as trying to chase a particular guy, isn't it? Like it's going to fucking end in disaster. I think it's about being open to the fact that you would like to make new friends and maybe putting that out there online of saying, you know what, actually I'm 26. I would really like to have some deep and meaningful relationships but it's a very vulnerable place to put yourself and I can see yeah. why people wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but sometimes you do have to push yourself out of that comfort yeah. zone, don't you? That's yeah, the thing. it's scary as fuck. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, you can you could wait and see if you end up in, in scenarios where you just organically meet people or yeah. you can be more prescriptive about it and yeah. be like, right, I'm going to go on this app. I'm going to try and meet some people through this. I'm going to sign up to this program where I go and hang out with a whole person. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be an axe murder. Janine. Janine. <laughs> Is that a name? Is that a name? The seaweed shit. Janice. It, ja- won't be, Shanice. it, won't, it won't be it won't be Janice. Or maybe that's what you're into. Who knows? But uh <laughs> Shanice. Where the fuck did I get Shanice from? <laughs> there are ways that you can actively seek out friendships like that yeah and also it, i think that this again i think it will be one of those um kind of agony aunts where there will be women that will go you know what i feel that way too and regardless yeah. of whether they're mums or whether they're not mums it's just it's it's adulthood can be a very lonely place yeah definitely when you don't find people that kind of get you no even when, and even when you do have friends it can feel like that as well especially if you yeah. find it difficult to like reach out to ask yeah. for support yeah then you there's still times when you can feel really lonely. and also like the fact that the girls that you were friends with are like going out are hurts. going out and kind of like made you feel a bit shit about the fact that you're not part of that group whether you want to be part of it or not although you know what maybe that that the fact that that girl asked to follow her on instagram maybe that's a little Reaching out of like, yeah, actually, you know, why would they she might do have been that? Talking because, about you, but they can't. But in a positive way, really bad what, things about you. No, because, yeah, 
So are you then overthinking about the fact that they, that the, the negativity? Yeah. And yeah. That, that could be an opportunity to go to the girl that you know and say, oh, I saw you were out with that girl and she followed me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, just say that. That's a conversation starter, isn't it? Yeah. Be like, P.S. Do you want to be my BFF? Yeah. P.S. <laughs> that's, that's P.S. Do you want to have right? a sleepover? That's my problem. I just, if I, when I like have that connection, I just go in so strong because it doesn't happen that often. And I think I, I feel it really deeply. Maybe that's why it worked because I'm also the same. If I yeah. get a connection with someone, I'm like all or nothing and I'm just yeah. all. And that, that is why this podcast was created. We spoke to each other for two days and you went, do you want to do a podcast? And I went, yeah. Yeah, right then. Because you're my soulmate oh. and I love you. <laughs> oh, it's like having a sleepover every week, mate. This is our sleepover. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a, it is a really difficult one because like you said, you've got to put yourself out there a little bit and that in, in itself just makes you feel vulnerable, especially because you might end up being rejected. Yeah. You know, and, then, and also too, getting into, I mean, fucking Elvic, how many, I don't know about you, but how many friendships have you found yourself in when you go, shit, actually this friendship isn't right for me. And then yeah. trying to like navigate how the fuck you get out of that. So that's also yeah. complicated in itself because yeah. you don't want to hurt anybody in the process, but you also need to like look after what's best for you. Yeah. So it's, you know, it is managing relationships, whether it be romantic or whether it be friendship is really tricky. And yeah. it's knowing how to manage them, I think. Yeah. And, and, and how do is, you do that? So, I don't know, mate. so, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's different for every relationship, isn't yeah, it? Because they're all yeah, so definitely. sort of nuanced and yeah. individual. But yeah, I think we've both had friendships that have ended for the best like that's yeah. been the best for us really yeah um but when you're in it it can it hurts it's, yeah it's a form of pain just in the same way that breaking up a relationship is painful yeah making oh. a detachment that detachment from someone yeah so uh, i i'm sorry that you're going through this because it sucks and it, it does feel lonely but yeah. also i'd say that I think the older you get, and I'm not like, oh, wait another 10 years and then you'll be in like your prime. But what I'm saying is, is that the older you do get, the more you are able to prioritize what kind of friendships you do want in your life. And if those were the kinds of friendships you didn't want, okay, you might not have them anymore, but that's probably a good thing because it means you're not in the, you know, like the mix of something that doesn't feel very nourishing. Yeah. Oh. Hope that helps. I know. I hope and, that helps. And you know, as well. we're here, aren't we? Yeah. Every week. We're here Hi. every week. Hello. We're here every week. <laughs> BFFs to you all. Um, right. I think that brings us to the end then. Yeah, I guess oh, it does. Another week. How wonderful. How wonderful. Um, it's been a joy. As it always. Has. Yeah. And if you want to send us um a story, an agony on an article, whatever, you can email us at noholdswellpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do Laura they can go to our Instagram page at noholdswellpodcast and they can send us a voice note or they can write into us via DM via DM yeah um, don't, don't be sending your voice notes on the main page because everyone will hear them like oh, yeah. DM them for fuck's sake 
uh, what was going to say? Oh yeah, still selling the sex toys of just in case yeah. you've forgotten. Go have a little look. It's on our website, which is noholdsworldpodcast.com. And um, yeah, it's the Easter holidays, isn't it, for some of us? Good luck yeah. to all the parents out there navigating that to two fucking weeks of looking after our own children. How revolting. I hope you will survive. You'll be fine. You've got us. You got us here. We'll to get you through it. it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next Tuesday, you dirty bitches. See you next Tuesday. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.